0: This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 1028, speaking about sports in every IELTS section. Today,
1: you hear three Band 9 IELTS answers about sports. This topic comes up often on IELTS, so you need to be ready. Glean some tips from our answers so you're ready to hit one out of the park on test day. sports fan. I am a sports fan. I'm actually going to (laughs) Penelope's softball game tonight. They're so fun. I love going to them. James James is playing baseball too, right?
0: Are you saying going to Penelope's softball games is so fun? Is that what you just said? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like As a parent going to James' baseball games, I wish I were saying they were super fun. I loved it all, but they're so long and there is not a lot of action in um, kids' uh, baseball games. <laughs> you
1: need to switch to girls' softball because there's I guess tons so. of action. The girls are all hitting and fielding. It's really fun and it's pretty short. They're an hour max and then they just end it.
0: Oh, so, see, that's ideal. where we differ. <laughs> um, his games go on for at least two hours. At no. least
1: way yep. too long. It's a long
0: time. But what about professional sports? Do you follow professional sports?
1: Meh. (laughs) Not so much. What about you?
0: (laughs) Um, I used to. I go through phases. Guys, the reason why we are chatting about sports today is because this is one of those dependable topics on IELTS. Like, it's so common. And yet there are so many people out there that didn't grow up playing sports, do not care a lick about sports, and yet are still required to talk about them on IELTS speaking and sometimes on IELTS writing, right? Like, the benefits of kids' athletics or something, team sports versus individual sports. Guys, this stuff comes up. So it's very important to hear models of how to talk about it. And so that's why Aubrey and I are chatting about this today. But we're also going to do three IELTS questions related to sports with sample answers. So back to the question, that you asked. I, you know, I've gone through phases of following, especially soccer. Um, I f- watched all the Portland Timbers games. They're the professional soccer team, the MLS team. I watched all their games for a long time. But then, like, I moved and th- I couldn't get their games on TV anymore. Um, and then, like, it was just hard to find them. Like, oh you can't God. find them streaming. It's just hard to find them. And I love so that I s- you
1: use that expression, Kara Lick. Like, and that's me. I don't care a lick about watching sports on TV. I like sports live, live events, sure, and yeah. especially my kids' sports, but TV, I cannot. I cannot watch sports on TV.
0: That's so funny. I could, well, I don't, I can watch soccer, any soccer. I watch Champions League games. I watch English Premier League games. I'll watch any soccer and I will love it. I just, I love the game so much. Um, Okay, so let's get into these questions and answers. We're going to have one from each part all about sports. So, I know you want to do the part two. I do. I have a
1: funny story for you guys. So, stay tuned.
0: (laughs) This is going to be awesome. Okay. So, why don't you ask me the part one? Okay.
1: What is your favorite sport?
0: (gasps) Soccer, hands down, far and away. 110% soccer is my favorite (laughs) sport. I think, I think because, well, partly because I grew up playing soccer literally not literally, but literally was my whole life for so long. I played soccer every season, competitive, school, rec league, any team there was available, I was on it. Um I even played on the, the Olympic development team for my state for a couple years in high school. So, it was my life, and I just think it is one of the most beautiful sports in the world. I cannot get enough of the skills, the spontaneity, the agility that is um, exhibited by these players in every single game, and... They're just hot. Soccer dudes are hot. So that's why I will always watch soccer. (laughs) Oh,
1: my gosh. I love it. Oh, the beginning of that answer is so great. When you really feel strongly about something, I love that you used all three. Hands down, far and away, 110% to really emphasize how much you love soccer.
0: (laughs) awesome because it's yeah that you know what that answer went to surprising place i wasn't <laughs> expecting to talk about the um appearance of the soccer players but you know you what you couldn't you had to let it slip out that's you what comes out it. I, can, I can't hide it i can't it's hide her it it's your true self
1: <laughs> jessica is her true self here on the podcast you guys
0: i am <laughs> i am Okay, now, moving on to part two. All right, hit me two. with the part two. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Oh, I got to get my timer. All right, guys. So this part two question for Aubrey. Describe a live sporting event you have been to or watched on TV.
1: I am so excited I got this question because I have a hilarious story. Um, When I was – first married. We had only been married a couple of years. We were able to go to a live sporting event, a baseball game, the Diamondbacks that play here in Phoenix. I don't remember who they were playing, White Sox or somebody. Clearly, I'm not the hugest sport, sports fan and I don't remember who the other team was. But I will never forget what happened during that game. One of the players, when he went to swing his bat, he let it fly. He let go of the bat and it flew into the stands. And it landed right in our laps, my husband and I. (gasps) So we jumped up and we're holding the bat and it shows us on the jumbotron, the giant screen. And we're like, yes, cheering. We're so excited. We caught his bat. And then we realize that the bat had actually struck someone sitting a couple of rows (gasps) in front of us in the head and then flew into our laps so on the screen was actually a close-up of this poor woman with a head injury she's bleeding with us behind her holding this bat cheering and so we realized and we're like oh (laughs) Down, stopped (laughs) cheering. It's actually super embarrassing. And then, oh, she was okay, but the paramedics had to come and get her and carry her out to be attended to. She had quite a bad injury that needed stitches on her head, but she ended up being all right. But it became a whole thing because we wanted to keep the bat. Like, if a ball comes into the stands for a baseball game, you for sure get to keep the ball, but the player sent somebody to come for the bat I guess it was his special bat it was his favorite bat he wanted it back and so he he tried to trade us for like another bat and my husband was not having it he wanted to keep the bat that we had caught and it was kind of a thing because I'm like oh maybe we should give it back it was almost it's kind of like thank a weapon thank you thank you <laughs> it hurt someone <laughs> I don't know if I want it
0: <laughs> that is one of the funniest Jeez. stories I've ever heard Oh, my God. So Guys, visual. Like, the way you built it up was so awesome because it, there's oh no hint that there's going to be no. violence. You know, <laughs> like this whole first half of the story is like, oh, it's so exciting. around yes. the jumbo trail. We're jumping up and down. And then all of a sudden you're like... This lady got a hit in the head, had a, a bleeding head wound.
1: And we were like, oh, this is a bad luck. This is a bad luck for us.
0: Oh, <laughs> man. Okay. That was awesome. I could just talk about how amazing that story was for a long time. But what I want, listeners, what I want you guys to take away from this is I want you to remember how you felt. When you were listening to that story, what was going on listeners for you when Aubrey was telling that story? Because for me, I was seeing this action in my mind. Like I was seeing the bat. I was seeing the jumbotron. Eventually, I was seeing the poor injured lady. I was seeing all of this stuff, guys. And that is exactly what you want to create for the examiner, right? When you are telling a story in part two or any side note, anecdotes in the other parts, right? This is what you want to do, guys. You want to see the image in your head and describe it in detail so well that the listener, the examiner, also sees that image, guys. That is essentially the clearest proof of communication. You know what I mean? Like if you can create the same picture in my mind as is in yours, then that's band nine right there, right? Like that is a fluent communication. So that's what I want you guys to take away from that story and try to recreate in your own stories. Okay, let's just do one more quick answer. This would be a follow-up, right? If sports is the topic in part two, then it would also be the topic in part three.
1: Yes, I love that we're doing one for part one, two, and three, because a lot of these topics could be anywhere on the exam. It's just how is this this question structured? Okay, so here's your question. Why are some sports fans so passionate?
0: Oh, gosh. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is – The stereotypical football hooligan. If I picture a passionate sports fan, that's what I picture. I remember, especially in the 90s when I was following a lot of like soccer news and stuff, there were always stories of British hooligan fans like stowing away on airplanes because they had previously been banned from an entire city from going to follow their team. And so they stow away in a bus or on an airplane just so they could show up at the stadium that they're like barred from prohibited from entering and cause trouble with other uh, teams fans. So that's what I picture when I picture a passionate fan. Now, why? You know, I think they just don't have enough going on in their lives to distract them from their team. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I certainly love teams, but I've never, like, been so passionate about a team that I would, like, um, come to blows over it. You know, like, create fisty cuffs because I love the soccer player so much. So the answer is, I don't know. I know it exists, But I'm not sure exactly why. (laughs) Oh, that's such a good answer because this might happen.
1: You're going to get a. You're like, I I actually don't know. I don't understand why people are so passionate. (laughs) What a great sample answer for that, right? Talk about what you picture when you picture passionate sports fans and then explain why you don't understand it, why you don't know the answer to that (laughs) answer, even though you're saying, I don't know. (laughs) don't just say i don't know and great vocabulary to say come to blows and fisticuffs
0: (laughs) i'm talking about i love that word fisticuffs so much it's such like a 1920s boxer like word um it's so fun guys fisticuffs it's just a noun right to describe like a, a boxing match a fight with your hands his fisty cuffs. Okay. Anyway, um, so much fun today, guys. I would definitely recommend listening to today's episode a couple times. There are so many great ideas and strategies and vocabulary that you could just copy. Just use our stuff, guys. Um, and remember you can get more free IELTS resources that I do de- I designed for your level, right? It's not just an IELTS resource for everyone. It's for your level. So, guys, this is for free. Take a short quiz, get your estimated IELTS band score, and then get resources I made just for that score. So, go to allearsenglish.com slash score to experience all of those IELTS lessons.
1: Yes, and it's so quick. It's like a two-minute quiz, and then you have your result. What would you get if you took the exam today? Plus your yeah. resources. So, yeah, check it out. allearsenglish.com slash score. Awesome. Thanks, Jessica, for chatting with us about sports.
0: <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> <Always fun>. Aubrey. <laughs> this is very fun. All right. Enjoy uh, enjoy your day. And Thank listeners, you. enjoy your day. And we will see you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now. And don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash score.